Fart noises. I'm afraid that if I say something, it will break. I don't think you break it. I don't think it's your fault. I think we're all here. Hello. We're here. We're all here. Everyone's here. Everyone Everyone can hear. Everyone can talk. We are all here. Sweet. Awesome. Okay. In that case, I'll go ahead and get started. Hi, guys. Welcome back to episode 16 of the Work in Progress podcast, where the four of us, four creative friends, talk about their four, well, actually, no, it's not just four, but whatever, their creative endeavors, however many there may be. Creative things are allowed. Yeah, more than four. No more. No more. No less. Must be four. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so today... We are going to be talking about our own creative projects because it's been a little bit since we had a proper like update session and I thought it would be really fun just to catch up with everybody. I know I have quite a few things that I want to talk about because um, I was mentioned uh, two weeks, wait, yeah, two weeks ago, uh, sorry, I had to do math in my head, um, two weeks ago that I had a kind of a breakthrough week and I kind of wanted to chat about that and Um, I know that you guys have all been working on other projects and other exciting things. And so I kind of just wanted to sit down and do that. So without further ado, let's get into introductions. Maggie. Hi, that's me. Uh, Is it? Yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. My name is Maggie Derrick. I'm a queer web-based author and and also an artist, which means I write (laughs) and I draw things. Um, I am for hire. I'm just pimping myself out, man. Oh, yeah. All the things I write, I draw, and I beta read for money, but also for pleasure. I like to mix (laughs) the two, and I'm from Vancouver, Canada. Uh, That's it. That's all. Athena, what about you? Hello. uh, My name is Athena Wright. I'm from Toronto, Canada. I write contemporary new adult romance about rock star musicians and the girls who tame their wild hearts. Oh. I should yeah. mention I am also a hybrid self-published author. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's yeah. you. <laughs> that is you. Good job. <laughs> Bri, I, you. I, me, am Brianna Keenitz. And I am a traditionally published author. I write. Me too. What? Whoever's got their phone on vibrate, my God, you better turn that shit off. There's buzz. It's me. I knew it was you. It was my wife texting me to tell me I'm pretty. Oh, I take it all back. (laughs) That's really rude. Why are you guys so adorable? Fuck. It's fine. Whatever. Okay, Brie, at least you interrupted your own introduction. Please continue. (laughs) Before I was so rudely interrupted. Um, I (laughs) write women kissing. Um, Can't imagine why. In whatever genre I feel like that particular day and, you know, whatever project I feel like that particular day. Awesome. (laughs) That's it? Okay. That's it. Awesome. So in which case, I guess we're back to me. Um, my name is Ray Noble. I am the host today. I live in the Pacific Northwest, just under Maggie. I am a writer of queer, paranormal, and urban fantasy. 
also a graphic designer. I sell Twitter banners and website headers and shit. So if you're interested in that, please make your way over to my Twitter and DM me. Um, I am. Thank you, guys. <laughs> um, also, I am a dog mom and a cat guardian. They like to make noise. I've got four of them. Right now, everybody's sleeping, but that's not likely to last. So if they make noise, sorry, not sorry. However, I am still having allergies. I will probably cough. I am actually sorry about that. So besides that, I think we are good with introductions because I'm the last person. (laughs) And to get into the topic today. So a few weeks ago, um, I had multiple random writing breakthroughs. And I kind of wanted to chat about that. And now I have something stuck in my throat. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um. I know the Heimlich. Heimlich. You might know the Heimlich, but I don't know if that's going to help me when you're in Montana. Did you know you can give the Heimlich on yourself? Yeah, you can give yourself the Heimlich. Just on the first aid course. Just fucking throw yourself on a chair. Just fucking (laughs) go for it. But not a rolling chair. No. Oh my god! Can you imagine? That'd be so. (laughs) Okay, if you're gonna do that, at least set up a camera first, and then send us the video (laughs) because it'd be really funny. (laughs) <laughs> so please make that happen if you've done that um anyway okay i drank my tea i do have fantastic tasting tea today guys it's called prairie passion and i don't know why it's called prairie passion but it's got like passion fruit and papaya and shit in it and it is they good. clearly don't know how a prairie works yeah it has neither passion fruit or papaya that's what i was thinking so i have no idea where the prairie comes from obviously i get where the passion comes from but why the prairie Anyway, on to the actual point. So I had literally like three different breakthroughs over the course of like two days. And I really wanted to chat about them. And I thought that it would be a really good idea to kind of catch um, our listeners up on where we are, what we're doing at the moment, what projects we're working on, etc. Because we kind of tend to gloss over them as we are um, doing our episodes. And I just thought that it would be fun to kind of dive into that a little bit more. Um, I kind of want to go last because I hate talking about myself, even though this is my (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. (laughs) I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. Maggie, take it away. I'm making you do this first. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. (laughs) Did no one else? Okay, whatever. Um, Okay, well, as alluded to last week, um, I don't think it was alluded to. I think I came right out and said, I'm currently, I'm presently unemployed. Um, I lost my job back in Feb- February. What month yeah. is it? Has it been that long? Holy shit. It has. Yeah. Time. Like a couple weeks. No, man. Ooh. Time's flying. It's been over a month now. Shit's on. I know. I'm an unemployed slob. And, um, but it's not. But you're all unemployed slob. Uh, aww. It's so good to know I belong somewhere. <laughs> but seriously, it, honestly, I've been looking at it as sort of like a um, silver lining, diamond in the rough kind of situation. The universe said it is time. And I'm trying to use this as an opportunity to really start doing what I love, uh, which, of course, is writing and creating. And uh, I'm trying to make creativity sort of the backbone of my existence I suppose I want to make a living off of creating things and so now seems like a really great opportunity to do that because uh you know I don't have 
a office job getting in the way anymore, which is both incredibly stressful, but also kind of exciting and liberating. And so, uh, you know, I've been spending a lot of my time writing as well as a lot of my time um, pimping myself out, like just, just hoeing it up. I've been doing uh, some copywriting and writing for clients. I do beta reading. I do commissions. And I'm just, I just open the floodgates. And actually, it's been pretty good so far. Like, I've actually had um, quite a bit of interest right off the bat. I'm not making, like, bank or anything. But it's been really, really liberating and fun to just, like, do these things. And I'm just constantly looking for a way to bring it all together and make it uh, feasible to do in a full-time capacity. So I don't have to go back to a soulless office job that I don't. Sorry, I keep burping. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Sexy. Uh, thing I've ever heard. You're all so blessed to know me. Um, oh, hell yeah. So that's been like, obviously that's been my life for the last month is just the whole being unemployed and trying to figure my shit out. Um, but in all that, lots of creative goodness. I've, you know, I've been able to get my site all revamped and, uh, and just been able to really focus. I, a big part of this, uh, you know, unemployment coupled with, um, you know, mental health and self-care has been creating a bit of routine for myself. And so that means getting up at the same time every day and uh, filling my time with things that make me feel fulfilled and make me feel like I'm moving forward. And so one of the things I've really actively been trying to do is making writing a part of my routine. And that has meant two hours at least every day of writing. And usually that means getting up, walking the booth, taking my partner to the train and then just sitting down and hammering shit out, plotting notes, getting stuff done. And um, sometimes it's for me, sometimes it's for clients, but either way, my, my goal is to be putting words down for a couple of hours every day. And it's been awesome. And I think what really spurred me on was that I, I just, I can't remember. I wish I could remember who said it and where I'd seen it, but it kind of came at the right time. And just like, if you want writing to be, um, you know, an important part of your life, you need to make it a part of your life. And that was something I realized that, you know, you know, having a job is, is what it is. And I think every single one of us is guilty as charged of writing at work in some capacity. So we know, we know that we're able to like sneak it in, whether it's lunchtime or just saying, damn, I was outright. Yeah, and just or just like straight up doing it, whatever the case may be. Um, and I know lots of other writers do it because life is busy. And when are you going to find that kind of time? Um, but even when I, even then, I, I think near the end, I was just, everything just felt like a big clusterfuck. And I wasn't giving my creativity the, the room it needed to breathe. And um, so now it's just, it's been really good to kind of force myself into that space. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'll have my hiccups. I was really sick there for a while and didn't do shit. And uh, plague. I died of the plague and was resurrected. I don't know who I have to thank for that yet, but thank you. It may have been a group effort. Well, I appreciate that because being dead, like, just boring as fuck. Super boring. Super dull. 
And so I'm glad to be back making time to write. And so where I'm at right now, creative, creatively speaking, um, if you take all the other stuff and you set it aside, like the client work and the kind of like self-bettering, taking a bunch of courses online just to like be cooler, reading a bunch of books, um, writing specifically, I have like 20 chapters left of The Wind in the Horizon. Damn. Which like, which I know, for, so for anyone uh, listening who isn't familiar, my work primarily is uh, web serials, meaning I'm releasing a new chapter of a book every week on my website and on Wattpad. And for my subscribing patrons, they get everything like a full month in advance. And I'm at a point now where I'm like, holy shit, I'm like nearing the end of this book, which is so nice. It's such a relief because... I'm sorry. I was going to ask real quick because I have a realization I don't actually know. How, like, word count wise, how long is uh, Sato and uh, I don't even want to try to say the what? Wind of the what? Twa? Twa. You don't You don't want to say twas out loud? Twa. <laughs> there we go. Twa. How long are they, like, word count wise? Because, I mean, I, I know you're not finished with twas, but, like. Um, so the first book, I think. When I did a rough, oh, actually, I have that notebook here. So it's short. It came in way shorter than I thought it was going to. When I say chapters, it basically just means like parts, one per week. Um, mm-hmm. And after it was done, I sat down. I'm flipping through my like ever-present notebook. Look at those blank pages I just left there. What a shame. <laughs> it was much, It came in much shorter than I was uh, anticipating. I was really disappointed, but at the, but when I sat back and thought about it, yeah. So it's just over seventy thousand words, or just under. What? No, no, that's short. Just under seventy thousand words. Well, it's fantasy. And if, oh yeah, that's true. And fantasy should be at minimum eighty thousand. I wanted it to be like because what I do when I'm trying to imagine people talk about word counts, and I'm like, I need to, I need something physical to to compare that to. And so when you think about it, like if you're trying to imagine what a what a book looks like, the very first uh, Harry Potter, um, and as we say here in Canada, uh, and the Philosopher's Stone, none of this bullshit sorcerer's nonsense that you Americans are all about. Um, Philosophers are lame. Yeah. What? Oh, oh, I feel these are fighting words. I, um, I'm going to squash this before we move forward. <laughs> Um, hold on fucking movies taking everything over it's something like 90 I want to say I'm googling what is the word count 90,000 for that book I do not believe that it's really short. I don't think it would be nice. No, you're right. You're right. Sorry. I was thinking I was thinking of where I wanted it to be. So yeah, the Philosopher's Stone came in at 76, just under 77,000 yeah. words. Um, Chamber of Secrets is like 85. Um, so think about that. The Star on the Ocean is, is shorter than the first Harry Potter book. Wow. Yeah. That's... Because I could... I wrote my first... For length, not novella, was fifty. I just managed to get it to the minimum of the minimum. Now, contemporary romance can be shorter. Then, for each book, I progressively got longer and longer. My darkest days is about 
60. The last one was 65. The one I just finished is like 66, 67. I was aiming for 70 for this one, and I just couldn't get there. Wow. Yeah. See, 70 is the, um, like, my kind of goal with Witch Girl right now, but it's not, like, that's short for me. Like, that's that's legitimately, I think I'm going to have to end up, like, I'm going to go further than 70. 70 was just, like, the general, oh, okay, I think I can get, like, the main shit in this story in with 70K. So that's that's just interesting. Sorry, I just wanted to, like, ask that because I realized I never, I don't think I've ever addressed that, and I, I've wanted to for a while. Um, and since we were talking about yeah. it, I just figured, oh, perfect timing. Um, especially since you're talking about, like, specifically how much more you have left on Twas. Yeah, well, <laughs> so what I learned from that experience, one, is, like, the Star in the Ocean needs... Uh, a lot of revision and there's a lot of world building that has to happen so it's one of those things that like when I think about this series I can't wait to get back to that first book and make it what it really should be and there's a lot that needs to be explored like the I I did not do um, the island justice at all I didn't do the people who live there I didn't do May's family justice and what's been really really great about being a web author as has been the fact that I can see in real time what people react to and what they get and what they don't get and how things land. And so I'm able to see things like um, her family doesn't necessarily come across the way I wanted them to. Um, So I've got to do some work there. I feel really rough about the island in general. I feel rough about the greater world building, um, you know, and, and the, like the stars magic system. There's a lot that I would like to flesh out. It's not that I feel is necessarily bad, but the other thing about writing a web serial where you're doing something every week is that it's so different than writing a regular novel beginning to end. What? Yeah. Can I just, what? Somebody's doing something in the background. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's so weird. It wasn't me this time. It sounds like, well, it just sounds like shuffling something and breathing into the microphone. I've been trying so hard not to laugh. What is that? that, What is that? That was me. That was me. I was being. I have no idea. The other one was not me. I have no idea. It was weird. Okay. I'm just trying not to laugh. Ghost is back. (laughs) If it's a ghost, (laughs) it's much politer than the last time. Yeah, the last one was bad. Yeah, the last one was bad. Yeah, maybe the ghost just got nicer. Yeah. Well, welcome back, buddy. Um, Thanks, ghost. Yeah, so when I think about where the wind in the horizon is going to net out, is it's actually going to probably be closer to 80,000. I was a lot more conscious, like when I was writing The Star in the Ocean, and Athena, you know, because you were instrumental in this, uh, it was a lot of trial and error. And my chapters were really long in the beginning. Um, because I was writing it as if I was writing a book and it doesn't work that way. If I, any of our listeners are like, I'm thinking about giving web serials a shot, doing stuff on Wattpad or my website or whatever. You can't write it like you were just writing a book. You have to almost think of it like think of a novel as a movie and a web serial as a TV show. Every chapter needs to be like, you have to treat it like an episode and if you don't Maggie, I love the- how you're saying this because I have something to say about this too when it gets to my turn. So continue. Okay. <laughs> and this is something like <laughs> Athena was really helpful in because I actually, I had started the book and I was part of a bunch of book clubs on Wattpad 
And I took well, the only real, well, there's a lot of really great, great things about the book clubs. If you're willing to be patient. Um, one of the great things was meeting Brie. Um, Cause yeah. we met through the book clubs, but the other great thing was that people um, are, people have to leave feedback. Like they have to leave constructive feedback. They can't just be like, woo, good chapter. Like they can't do stuff like that. Um, and in doing that, I, I learned like some solid things that kind of kept coming up. And I think six months after I started, I put the whole thing on pause. I pulled it down and I restructured the opening of the book. I found a new way to kind of like hook the readers. I made the chapters shorter um, and just overhauled it to be better suited for the medium I was using, which is the internet. And it was great. It was a huge, like it totally changed the reception, which was exactly what I was looking for. And so in the second book, it's been a lot easier to treat every chapter like its own episode almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I've like my, my readers hate me now because I end every single chapter on a cliffhanger essentially. And oh, 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 they're oh. like, I finally feel like I'm getting somewhere. And then you break my heart all over again. I'm like, good. Cause that means you're going to keep coming back. Um, or you're going to, you know, the whole damn point of it, or you're going to just create a brand new Twitter account to ask me why I'm a day late in updating, which is my favorite thing that's ever happened to you. It was so weird. (laughs) I was like, obnoxious, but also I love it. You know, just just the whole, (laughs) whole point, create a whole new account. Um, so now looking ahead and knowing what I have planned, I've got roughly 20 chapters left, which just means like. 20 weeks, which feels like a lot, but it just goes by so fast. That's less than a year. That's less than a year. I mean, that's, like less than, that's less than half a year. Yeah. Sorry. None of us will that's be offended if you do it faster. Well, <laughs> if I can get my shit together. I don't know. We'll see. Because um, the, the headspace I'm in right now is I want to get this done. And I need to then flip my attention. Because one thing I've really learned about myself when it comes to my own writing projects is I cannot do two at the same time. Like, I just need to (laughs) focus on one thing. And I've got this big binder next to me on the desk where I started going through and started doing my line and copy edits for, um, I think this is actually the second draft of The Witch's Patron. And I still believe in this story. I want to get it but there's so much work that has to be done to it, but I just want to be able to focus on on it on its own without having anything else to worry about, which means when horizon's done, I need to think about what I want to do next. Do I want to focus on this manuscript? I feel like it's an important time for it. If I want to pitch it traditionally, Witches seem to be a thing right now and which I didn't see coming, but now it's happening. And I feel like if I don't, Waiting for vampires to come back. Whatever. They had their time. Like, give the rest of us. Give, give the rest of us some room to fucking breathe. Excuse you. I'm also writing a witch story, so I want the witches to be here just as much as anybody else, but I'm just saying I'm also ready for the vampire come back. And also the werewolves come back because the werewolves never had their heyday. Anyway, we'll do that when it's my turn. I just had to make that comment. Do psychics count as witches? Because I have something ah! interesting. It depends. It really depends on your own story and what you consider a witch. I can't wait till my 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 turn. (laughs) The more the more excited I am to talk about mine too. I love this. Like it's just your magic. Like what's your magic system? Is it just someone who gets visions and flashes, or do they work on it? Like you were talking in the last episode about, you know, using tarot cards and things like that, and um, you know, in in like witchcraft, we would call it divination. 
right? So, mm. so things to think about. Um, but yeah, so my big thing right now is just kind of deciding what I want to do with this last book. My, my one, the one thing I feel like I know for sure is that I want to get the last book written in its entirety before I do anything with it, which will piss so many people off. But at the same time, I don't, um, yeah, I feel like I want it done. And then, and I hesitate to say this out loud. I'm trying to figure out. I know know what you're thinking. I don't know that you know what, you don't know what I'm thinking. You're not in my head. I'm pretty sure. sure. Is it something you've mentioned to us before? Oh, well then if I've said it, I'm pretty sure you've said it. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. I'll tell you if you're right. I don't know if I want to say it out loud though. Basically it comes down to, I'm trying to figure out. um, Oh, like that typo. It's a pretty nice typo. It's a good typo. And you're right. I don't know which. I don't know. Um, don't tell it because that's. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Keep it, yeah, keep it to yourself. Okay, I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah. So I'm having conversations with my, um, my, my closest friends <laughs> about <laughs> what I'm going to do with this last book and how I'm, how I'm going to do it. Um, so, but it's also, it's been um, really emotional because I'm getting closer to the end, even though there's an entire book still to go through. Like I'm, I'm at a turning point in the story that, um, I think is going to like, it's a really, it's a big tipping point and it's emotional for me to write. And I know it's going to, um, shake things up. I'm being really hesitant to say anything because like Bree is so emotionally invested. (laughs) There's a lot that's going to happen and it's going to seem really horrible when it's happening and it's all going to work out because I believe in happy endings for my, my queers, but like there's just things are it's gonna the whole story is about to change essentially and it's weird it's weird because i've been working on this for so long and now you're suddenly seeing that point i'm seeing that point yeah it's weird to get to things that like it is sad and it's sad when like you've been thinking of specific um you know when you've had like a scene in particular in your mind for a yes. long time and you finally write it and you finally write it and so I'm at that point and I remember um like it being two years ago and I was living in the Rockies and I, I can remember really specifically where this um this part took shape and I remember like the song I was listening to and I was like walking my dog on on this trail in the winter time and just being like oh my god does that have a place in this story and I'm like yes it does oh my god this is gonna change this is gonna be the tipping point like this is gonna change everything and I can see that and now it's two years ago and I'm like, oh my God, look how long it's taken that to kind of come to fruition. And it's so weird. So much is weird. It's weird to have these characters. I don't know. It's, I have this strange, I've got a lot of feelings, guys. Because these are characters like I've had in my, my, my brain, my mind and my heart for so long. And it's weird to watch people reacting to some of the characters. And it's weird knowing that I'm not get, like, people haven't been privy to, I almost feel like there's a prequel that demands to be written, but at the same time, I don't know. Do don't it. Know. About wind. Yeah. And Audrey. Mm. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it. Because yeah. it's so interesting to watch people reacting to Jeremy. Jeremy yeah. is such a, like, he's such a fi- fascinating and dynamic character, but we're seeing him at like, 
I don't like know. a low point. Such yeah. a such a low point. And such there, a, like, there was one little scene that broke my little heart. I remember that. I remember your oh. comments. And you're like, oh no. Oh god. And just like all we're seeing is the worst of him now. And like he's always been a bit of a prick. Like he's not a super lovable character by any means, but he's not just what you're seeing right now and it's so weird to me because I'm like ah and it makes me wonder like I think about JK Rowling for example and how she had these like really in-depth backstory like I know we can say what we want about her and her choices now but you know when she was writing them she talked about how every single character had these really intricate backstories in her mind that she knew about and it's so weird to be someone to to be in a similar situation and just be like man there's so much that the reader never gets to see when you write like that yeah and might never ever know and so I knowing... have this whole headcanon that no one knows about and it's just like important to me but like it doesn't ever come out in the books yeah yeah it's it, but it like just it influences who the character is and how they come out in the story and um yeah it's really interesting and so it's just I'm at a difficult time in the story because it's just, I know what's happening. I know what's, what it's taken to kind of get there. And I just hope that, you know, it's well received and, and it's weird to be kind of nearing the end of a project too, that has been such a huge, huge, huge part of my life for so long and um, very emotional about, but I mean, like I said, there's the witch's patron that's going to need a lot of TLC when it's uh, done or just out to ask about how that was going, um, going, well in so much as like there's a shit ton of work to do but um it's exciting because I know that once I put the work into it it's going to be so much stronger than it is right now and it's such a product of NaNoWriMo like now that I can take a step (laughs) back and look at it I'm like oh my god if I were writing this time this time for NaNoWriMo I am going to be working on a new project and my plan is to complete like to come at it from a completely different angle like just writing 50,000 words when I wrote The Witch's Patron I was like I've got to write the novel mm-hmm. in the month like I, I was thinking like start to finish I got to get it done I was almost disappointed in myself when I crossed the 50,000 word finish line and I wasn't finished yet and this is like obviously well before I googled how many words are in Harry Potter <laughs> and the Philosopher's <laughs> Stone because I was like Oh man, I thought like I thought the goal was to write a whole book. I also didn't There's know no I didn't know what fifty thousand words actually looked like. Um, so this time, my goal is just get those words down um, and then keep going because obviously I, now I know so much better. It's going to be a totally different type of project for me. It's not going to be fantasy. It's going to be um, actually something in, inspired by my brother and I and a trip that we took once upon a time. And just sort of like, ooh, ooh, I know about that one. Yeah. Like that one, one the... where you went crazy? <laughs> yeah, where I went nuts. Yeah, it was actually, it was, this was like one of the most like amazing experiences of my life. And so I've just, I, and my brother is one of the most important people in the world to me. So I think it would be really fun to kind of like take that seed and, and blow it up a little bit. So that's my next my next project as well. My real thing right now though, is trying to figure out when, like, do I, do I fix the witch's patron in between the wind and the horizon and the final book? Do I wait till it's all over? That's like kind of where I'm at right now, trying to figure it all out. And I don't know. I don't know what to do. So just thoughts, but that's me. That's where I'm at. 
Woo! And that was a lot of rambling. I'm sorry. No, I love it because I love all your books and I want to hear all about them. Yeah, plus I had a feeling that this was going to be one of the longer episodes because um, we, we, like, once we really get started talking about our own projects and stuff, I feel like we always do that thing where we we talk about what we want to talk about and then we all have, like, stuff that we want to ask questions about to each other, etc. So, yeah, I I had a feeling. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, So, on that point, Maggie, if you feel fulfilled in your answer to the question... I'm going to move over to Athena since I'm just going to do this in the way that we did the intros. Yeah. I mean, unless anyone has any questions for me that you didn't ask, I'm good. Um, Yeah. I think my big thing was, I just wanted to know what was going on with the witch's patron because that's the one that I'm really excited to read. Yeah. It's coming. And so my plan is like, I would like to, it's like my, my test vehicle for everything. And I would like to just attempt to query it and put it out there and see if there are any takers um and then ride it out if there isn't maybe i'll i'll find a new home for it but otherwise it's just uh it's been a really interesting project like i said writing web serials is a totally different experience than just writing a novel as a whole it's a movie versus a tv show very very different it's been a very interesting experience both show yeah Okay, Athena, do you want to take the reins? Yeah, so I'm working on four things right now, which is difficult for me because I usually only work on one thing at a time. Um, so <laughs> That's I, quite a jump. I just, yeah. Um, but it's an, it's a, there's a new opportunity for me that I haven't even told Maggie about, I don't what? think. So, yeah. I keep, on, oh. I keep on trying to, but we're always like, oh, we got to have a phone call, Skype date, and then we just never get around to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, we're terrible. Anyway, so the first thing, I just finished the final draft of Hard Rock Crush, and I sent it off to my beta readers. Thank you, Maggie. And yeah. so I'm probably going to get my beta feedback from all of them within the next week. And then once I read through all the notes and I see how shitty it is or maybe how shitty it not is <laughs> shitty it not is <laughs> I don't know <laughs> based on that based on their feedback I'll know how long it will take to kind of go through the notes and rewrite it and do like another draft um, like until it's like finally done and if the notes aren't terrible if I think I can get the edits done pretty quickly I'm probably going to have a release date three weeks after the date that I get my final feedback because I can usually plan out a release launch within three to four weeks so I get my I guess my readers are probably dying now big betas get your feedback right now Ah! I'm sorry I'm sorry no, not you. You're, <laughs> you're the quickest. You got mm-hmm. You're getting getting it back to me today. That's like the quickest ever. Um, so that's one. I just finished Hard Rock Crush. Waiting for the beta feedback. Once I get the beta feedback, I will rewrite it and I will edit it and then I will send it off to my proofreaders and then I will launch it. So that's going to happen in the next month, hopefully. So because Hard Rock Crush is done, that's the first book in my Cherry Lips Rockstar Romance series. I now have to work on book two. And book two, I think, is going to tentatively be named Hard Rock Kiss. Um, And that's about one of the side characters, the guitarist Nathan, and a character who showed up in the previous book, Catherine, Cat. And so I have the most angstiest backstory for those two. It's so good. Athena loves her (laughs) angst so much. Hold on a second. Have you really not had a Hard Mm. Rock Kiss yet? No. All the books you've done, that one hasn't come up yet? I feel like that would be the simplest title. 
Yeah, no, I haven't. Wow. Which is, I'm glad because after Kiss, I have no idea what to name the next two. <laughs> I'm, I'm running out of words. So if anybody yeah. would like to suggest a word for Julian and Seth's books, then please just like throw it out there and I will give you a. Yeah. I'm on to find all of your titles right now. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm working on now. I just finished finished the outline for um, Hard Rock Kiss. It's about 2,000 words of outline. Every single chapter has at least a paragraph or two describing what has to happen. I haven't started the actual book. I don't have a single word of the book down, but the outline is there. I have the characters in my head. Um, Kat shows up in a previous book. She shows up in Damon and Faith's book as a side character. And um, there's actually a little bit of interaction between Nathan and Kat in the end of that book. So if anybody wants like a hint, they can go and read um, Hard Rock Heat. So that's project number two, finishing or at least getting started on Hard Rock Oh my God. Are you going to do like uh, an Avengers Affinity War style, like ultimate book where you just finally all these books and characters that you've been creating, just like one ultimate mashup. So you know what I have planned that will never happen, but might oh okay what no cherry lips darkest days and feral silence are all gonna go on tour together as a thing and each couple will get their own small mini novella that all takes place at like this lollapalooza major world tour festival yeah that's in my head it's so good because every character needs to have a little wrap-up you know what happens five years later oh my god five years by the time (sighs) i'm done by the time I'm done, my first book would have taken place in universe like five years after. Like, oh my god, these characters are old now. Ah, ah, ah. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Maybe only four years. Maybe not five. Anyway. <laughs> so yes, finished Hard Rock Crush. Starting Hard Rock Kiss. Um, it's going to be a little bit easier because I already have those characters from previous books. It's not like I'm starting from scratch. Um, and so that's my kind of two two projects that are normal like my normal projects that I usually work on you know you know that I'm working on my rock stars mm-hmm. but there's there's a new interesting project that I'm starting on have you guys ever heard of radish fiction yes yes somebody I follow from Wattpad Carrie Halfacre she's just released a new title or she's releasing a new title on radish have you been a okay go Never mind. So you go. If, you d- if you don't know, Radish is similar to Wattpad in that the authors release a chapter a week. And the chapters um, are basically like you're, you're given the first you know, few chapters for free to read. And then you have to use coins to unlock each subsequent chapter. If you're, if you're patient, you don't have to use coins. Each chapter will unlock after a week. So it's kind of like a video game where you can like just wait a week to get more, to accumulate the points that you can just unlock it for free. Or you can just be impatient like Candy Crush and be like, give me all the coins! And then like unlock, unlock, unlock. So I was approached by Radish oh. Fiction about two weeks ago. Dang! About working with them. And normally I'm exclusive to Amazon because I'm enrolled in Amazon Kindle Unlimited, which if you don't know, um, readers can subscribe to an unlimited, um, like unlimited books for $10 a month. Any book enrolled in KU, you can read for free for 10 bucks. And so that's what I'm enrolled in. And you can get my books for free uh, if you have that program. Um, And I get paid per page. Usually it's about... 
half a cent per page, um, sometimes a little more, usually a little less because Amazon is really not good for their vendors, but that's okay. But the problem is Amazon is very fickle and they've recently done some things that make me think they're just waiting to screw us over. And I know that. I know they're just waiting to screw us over. The moment they can reduce our royalty rates, the moment they can just fuck us, they will. So I decided I have to branch out. I cannot rely just on Amazon for my publishing. This is like, I have to diversify. So when Radish approached me, I was like, this is perfect. Especially because there's not a lot of crossover between Radish readers, which are basically younger readers on their phone. They don't have Kindles or Kobos. They just read on their phone using the Radish app. Um, Like they do on Wattpad. They just open their phone and just flick through. And so my Amazon readers are used to my contemporary romance. But I have paranormal and urban fantasy stories that some people have read. I released a paranormal romance series on Amazon a long time ago, and I've been working on urban fantasies on the side. And I always planned on having an urban fantasy paranormal pen name, maybe just, you know, Athena Winters or something. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with that. Mm-hmm. And so for Radish, we were, I, had a phone, I had two phone calls with them. And they were very, very interested in what I had. And so right now, I just finished taking book one of my paranormal series and kind of rewriting it to be web serial format. So Maggie, oh. just, just like what you said, mm-hmm. I used to have longer chapters. Each chapter ended with a sort of mini resolution. So you would feel like comfortable with the end of the chapter and be like, okay, that was satisfying. That's not, that's not how you do web serials. So I went through and I rewrote each chapter to end on a terrible major cliffhanger. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So that is what I'm doing. I'm going to send off book one to Radish and the people who I work with, um, you have like a, you have like a curator, like a, like a content person who works with you and they actually help edit your stuff. They work with you. It's not like Amazon where Amazon is like, fuck you, do it all yourself. They actually want you to succeed. And so I'm going to put my shifter story, book one, two, and three, on Radish and see how it goes. So that's what I'm working on right now. What type of shifter story is this? I need more information immediately. So book one is about um, a girl named Avery. And she's been sort of um, locked away by her father. She is a human she, but she was kind of kidnapped as a child and she's being raised among um, werewolves, like shifter wolves. And so the beginning of the story starts with a panther shifter slaughtering her entire clan and deciding to kidnap her for his own. And he takes her back to his clan. And so it's a very interesting, kind of a little bit dark, but also very sweet because I wrote it as a menage, and here is why. You know how shifters and paranormal have that kind of one true mate, you know, love of your life, soulmate, mate for you, destiny, fate thing? I think that is the creepiest fucking thing. Mm. I think that is (laughs) so creepy and weird and awful, and I'm like, no. (laughs) So I decided, well, yeah, I mean, what if she finds her mate, but... What if she also has a love interest? Like, what if she falls in love with someone else? What if the human part of her falls in love, but the biology part of her says the other guy is her mate? What do you do? 
So that's kind of the plot of book Ooh. one. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Juicy. So that's going to be what I'm doing. I'm going to post on Radish. And luckily, I already have the book written. I wrote it a few years ago and put it on Amazon. I've recently taken it off Amazon. I'm going to be exclusive to Radish. And um, yeah, so I'm going to see how that goes. And if it goes well, I have a second urban fantasy paranormal series. And that is the one about the um, psychic girl that I was telling you about, Mm -hmm. whether it's that magic or not. And so basically, she's a psychic. She's an exorcist. She exercises ghosts. But um, the kind of like funny little plot twist, it's, it's kind of a little bit like lighter, kind of sassier, is that she is super poor because her family of, you know, very powerful, you know, influential, important, wealthy, you know, wealthy family, you know, ancient heredity, they're assholes. So she kind of says, fuck y'all, I'm striking out on my own. So she has no money. She is poor. Her part, her, basically, her job is to kind of find these small little exorcism jobs here or there because her best friend is her roommate. And her best friend is a freeloader who doesn't pay rent because her best friend is a ghost. Yes! And ghosts can't get jobs, so oh she has to cover the rent for both of them. Finally, I have been on this Twitter rampage about how I am sick of ghosts and ghostly things being used to refer to things that aren't actually ghosts. I don't want to hear about your haunted past. I don't want to hear about the ghosts that haunt you, but really you're talking about your angst. No, I want ghosts. I want the yeah. undead. The Damn thing it. is that, like, she's totally just a normal girl. Like, they're just best friends. They hang out. They watch TV. But, like, she just happens to be dead. I love it. Give, yeah. give it to me. Yes. Put it in my filthy little paw. I need oh more yeah. ghosts. So I um, actually started writing this. It's funny because I was writing this after I finished NaNoWriMo one year. And I wrote a book in a month. And I was like, you know, if I can write a book a month in November, why don't I write a book a month every month for the next year? Because they say your first, you know, 10 books are going to suck. So why don't I just get that out, I'll just, just get that out of the way? And then by next November, I'll be great. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because if you, I'm about halfway done. The ending isn't written, but I'm about halfway done. And if you look at the very last chapter, you'll see that it ends with them kind of like the main girl and the main guy having a bit of a flirtation. And like, it, it, it might perhaps be leading to a little bit of, a little bit of, you know, smutty sex. But I ended the scene because I was stuck. I was like, I was like, I don't no like I'm really bad at flirting in real life I'm not quite sure how this would go between them so I just went on Google and googled like how do you write flirting scenes and I discovered a world of self-published romance authors and I went fucking nuts and I thought my god I can take my books and publish them myself this is a thing people do and so I went full steam ahead with that. And it's funny because if you go back and you look at my, my ghost girl story, that chapter is still unfinished. I never went back. Oh, God. That was the beginning of my <laughs> publishing career in the end of that book. Oh, poor book. So I got to start back up again. So, yes, that um, is what I'm working on. And I think we were talking about, is she a witch or not? I don't think she is, because in my world, there's psychics and there's 
exorcists and they have um, telepathy and um, psychometry. And it's more sciencey, genetic based, like hereditary based. Yeah. It's less magic. It's more like their DNA mm. gives them these psychic powers. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, I also have my yeah. kind of magical girl Sailor Moon ripoff story that I'd like to do with it, something with eventually, but I wrote that for Nano and it's like not good. <laughs> it's not like I can see the I can see the gem, I can see the diamond in there in the rough and it has so much potential. Like it's cute, it's fun, it's sassy. It's like what happens if Sailor Moon took place nowadays with like Snapchat and Instagram and you're like fighting this bad guy and like blasting him away <laughs> and then like some kid is like aiming a spoon at you, like Snapchatting your your thing live, and it's like, dude, like I'm fighting an enemy. Get out of the way. Stop Snapchatting my fight scene. And then there's they have like fandom, people <laughs> are writing fanfic about them and doing fan art, and like she's like, what is this? So yeah. <laughs> oh man. Because if a group of five girls just showed up in real life and started battling monsters, do you not think people would be shipping them? Yes. Her with the monsters? Yeah. Oh, hell no, yeah. her with the girls. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I already am. I should have potential in this. <laughs> I didn't write it that way, but you know what? In the Sailor Moon manga, there's some hints that Venus. Well, there's Uranus and Neptune, and they are definitely not even. No, yeah, Uranus and Neptune are a couple. But because my Sailor Moon story kind of reflects the the the, the inner scouts, the inner senshi. In the manga, there's hints that Venus and Mars might have a little bit of a thing. Yes. Yeah. So maybe yeah. I might make that a little bit more explicit. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. Yes. So, yes. so basically, that's those are my four <laughs> things. When I get my beta reader feedback, I have to edit Crush, and then I have to start actually writing Kiss. Um, I just sent off book one of Shifter. I don't think I'm going to touch book two. I'm not going to touch book two and three until I know what's going on with that. And then once I know what's going on with that, then I'm going to start my, my ghost girl story. Yeah. And if all of that, if all of that goes well, I have another urban fantasy. Actually, I have like four different urban fantasy series books of like five books each in my head that I just never got around to writing because I write rock stars now. (laughs) (laughs) And there's only so many hours in the day, you know? Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And so, Maggie, I was going to actually say, you should look into Radish. <laughs> I, so when Carrie had yeah. announced her thing, I was like, I would love to be getting paid for this. And so just constantly giving it away for free. Um, but I think you need to be approached by Radish. You can apply. Oh, can you? Yes, there's an application. <laughs> Yeah, I literally am on the website right now, and there's an option to become a writer. So you should just go do that right now. Oh, you should go. Shit. You should go it. I'm gonna. Um, I will say, Maggie, that when I was speaking with them, they said they are specifically looking to um, expand their fantasy and their LGBTQ plus lines. Interesting. So here's my question: Man. What happens to your work? Like, does it? Like, what happens to the rights to your work? You keep everything. So if you decided one day that you wanted to do something else Ooh. with it, you could, what? You could put it, it any- off? You could put it anywhere you want. It can be on Amazon for sale and on Radish. What if you decided that you wanted to, oh, pimp it out? What if you, not pimp, you know what I mean. 
What if you decide think, you wanted to start querying and you wanted I to think query? The rule is you have to keep it with them for sixty days mm. after the after the last chapter. Only sixty days. It could be ninety, sixty, ninety. I'm not well, sure. Well, people don't have the same attention span as they used to. That doesn't. That's actually that makes sense. The only but. problem is if it's already been published, a publisher might not look at it. You know, unless you can prove I have a big fan base. Yeah. Well, there's a lot. Yeah. That's a, like, I've had so many different conversations with people. Like, there's a lot to be said for just, like, completely revamping it. There's a lot to be said for your fan base. So, interesting. I'm intrigued. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, offline, we should talk about this. For sure. We'll add Radish to the the resources page. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. And... Athena, if you are all finished, let's go ahead and move over to Bree. Yeah. Uh, you knew this was coming. <laughs> I know. I just don't want it to. Um, I I mean, I'm going to be, you know, quick and dirty because I really haven't been working on anything very seriously. Um, <laughs> since last March, it's been a fucking year. Fuck. Um, yeah, so I have... Technically, I have like three things going right now. I don't think I even have a full chapter of any of them. Um, so I have Unbecoming Humans, my Wattpad series that I wrote that I am rewriting uh, because I would like to get it published and do cool things with it. Um, but I started doing that and I was like, man, I just really am not feeling this writing thing. Um, and so then I was like, well, since I'm not doing that, I might as well go do something else that I am excited about. So then I started Road Trip Romance. Um, and that was fun. Oh, I do have a few chapters of that. I think I'm on chapter three or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, so I've been doing Road Trip Romance and it's super fun but again I just kind of like just I don't know it's just it's just me it's not the writing it's me it's not you it's me um so then (coughs) when did I start uh my sci-fi fantasy recently like two weeks ago yeah it was like two or three weeks ago (laughs) (laughs) I woke up and I was like Okay, so this is this comes from a conversation with a friend, um, uh, one of my old friends from college was like, you know what, you need to write, you need to write like dragons, but sci-fi. And I was like, <gasps> so then we were talking about it for a while, and I was like, I really love all of this, but I don't quite know what to do with it yet. So I'm gonna put that like in my list of to-dos. And then one morning, I woke up and I was like, that's the story. <laughs> um, so I started writing it. Uh, and so I've been working on that now. Uh, and it's How far are you? And I'm still kind of... Uh, <laughs> <like a> page. <laughs> but I've been doing a lot of outlining and stuff and just like still trying to flesh out. I'm trying to do this planning thing. Um, so I've been doing a lot of work like fleshing out plots and subplots and characters and stuff. Um, I'm doing research like we talked about mm. in the last episode research, research. Um, plug plug go listen to the last episode um, so I've been trying to figure out where to go with that and I think I am far enough along now in my outline that I can 
start diving into the story more and now it's just a matter of me actually being able to do it like mentally um and I've been going through a lot of shit lately so mainly my main project has been my mental health um which is always which the most project it's yeah it sucks but I'm glad that I'm doing it so um I'm hoping that this month I'm gonna I've been trying to at least get myself to write a little bit every day just I don't even care how much it is just like open my document like here's a couple sentences mm-hmm. hey I wrote um so that next month for Camp Nano coming up fast and furious uh I can get back into the shit um so and speaking of Athena and Ray you gotta get your projects I don't know Athena if you are up for it but um Ray I don't know what I'm doing Ray, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now okay. I know nothing ever okay well, well you guys should we'll talk about it when we get to me you have to do things we'll get again. there yay yay um yeah and then so i'm hoping next month will be really awesome with like uh so fun personal fact for those of you who don't know um we've all mostly pretty much met only once ish um <laughs> in real life so I guess Ray and Athena no, have never met, met, but um, I think that just means we have to do some sort of like writer guess, retreat in the summer, all four of us. Yeah, we need to. Yeah. Um. So next month, like the second week of April, whatever, we're doing, we're gonna go meet up and hang out and write. We're gonna write like mofo's. It's gonna be amazing. So much writing. Um. And then after that weekend, I'm going to continue just not giving a shit about life and just blowing in the wind and writing shit. So right, right, um, right, yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so hopefully, I can get back into writing and not be broken anymore. I feel like mentally, I'm in a place where I can um, start. Well, first and foremost, you're not broken. <laughs> you're welcome, <laughs> but you're not. You're just having a rough patch, and that's okay. We all have them. You just haven't necessarily gone through it yet because you're still new to the writing game in comparison to, like, all of the rest of us. And we've gone through it a few times, and you just haven't yet. So I promise you're not broken. It might just take a little bit. But I hate it. I hate it because I'm impatient, and I don't want to wait for me. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Brie. I don't think I have any help for you besides what I just said. You just gotta, you just gotta wait it the fuck out. I know, I know. It's okay. It does make me feel better, so it's all good. And for the rest of you listening, just know that if you were having mental health issues and you were writing and you're like, "Shit, I can't do this," it is okay. Like I know I'm ragging on myself a lot, but I've also been like for the last year have been working a lot to be like it's okay like everything's gonna be fine shall pass. i actually had to something similar i yeah. had to do this kind of cognitive behavioral therapy thing where it's like i go through a cycle and i have to kind of like go to my say to myself okay i feel like shit now and usually i'm like i'm gonna feel terrible forever and ever i've been terrible for so long it's never gonna end and then i have to just stop and like retrain my brain to say but 
this has happened before and you will get over it. It will pass. Now it feels like it'll be here forever and ever and you'll never feel good again, but it always passes. You just got to wait it out and be patient. Exactly. Everything will pass. Yeah. So real talk, take care of your mental health, especially I feel like in writing it's, I don't know. Well, in any creative endeavor, mental health gets not necessarily stigmatized, but it gets um, romanticized a lot. Um, People Mm -hmm. tend to have, whether or not they realize it, but people tend to have ideas that um, they have to be in the middle of like depressive episodes and shit like that in order to get their writing done and in order to be artistic, because that's kind of how the world paints mental illnesses. Good thing that comes out of them in you know consideration to media is the art that you do when you're in the thro- like in the throes of it, and that's just not healthy and it's not okay um, because you need to be yeah. able to take care of yourself when you're in situations like that, and that's why I I preach it. I don't necessarily practice it the way that I would like to, but I really, really, really try to make sure. Thank you. But like, I've tried my best to say that's like, when people are talking about like, getting caught up in the hustle and always doing their, you know, getting work done, blah, 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 blah. Self care needs to be part of your hustle. And like needs to be part of your workflow. Because especially in situations like this, where so many of us have mental health issues, like, you need to make sure that your mental health is coming before everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So good on you, Brie. I'm proud of you for taking care of yourself. You deserve it. You're welcome. Thanks, Brie. And to the rest of you, go fight the fight. Do do what you need to do. Go find a fucking therapist if you can afford it. Yep, just do what you gotta do. Look into services and shit because it's it's a good thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Your mental health is important. It is important. Okay. So I guess on that on that front, are you finished up with your your spiel, Brie? Okay, am. well I guess I'll talk about myself now. Okay. So I am working primarily on one story at the moment. Um, that story is Witch Girl, which is um, my story about a girl who lives with her um, family, three aunts and her mother, and um, it they are their own coven of witches and she is the only one who has not gotten her powers yet um, she's like four years late to getting her powers nobody knows why she hasn't gotten them blah 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 blah, blah. so um, I had a uh, writing talking date with an old friend of mine a few weeks ago and while I was having this date thing like where we were just chatting about writing literally like it was just coffee breakfast and all we were doing was talking about writing in our projects um she started asking me some questions and like getting down to the nitty-gritty of the situation and basically kind of calling me out on some shit which I appreciated a lot and um if you don't know the backstory about why I started Witch Girl it was because I shelved a project that I had been working on pretty consistently off and on for almost four years I had hit hit the second stages of editing and I had just come to this realization of, oh my God, this project is too big for me to do 
at this moment in time because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I just never taught myself because obviously so much of this is self-learned, etc. I never taught myself how to properly edit um, the way that I needed needed to. And so I basically decided that until I could teach myself how to do that on a smaller scale project, I needed to walk away from it. And so I decided to shelve it and then go from there. And, oh, no, there are things happening in the chat. No, don't. uh... (sighs) Oh, okay. We just lost Brie. I was trying to be subtle about it so that we could do a really natural, um, we'll stop and then bring her back on. But (laughs) I see that now, but my hangouts is going slow. So anyway, either way, keep going, keep going. Okay. So basically I ended up doing witch girl specifically because I needed something more along the standalone lines Um, rather than a massive book series, which is what I was working on. And so um, that's what I did with Witch Girl. And I got stuck a few weeks ago. I had this really good few weeks of me consistently working, and suddenly I ran straight into a problem and kind of just had a moment of, well, fuck, and walked away. And um, I figured out exactly what it was. I basically had made it too simplistic because I got scared of the editing phase. And um, yeah, so it, that was a not fun realization for me. And so I realized that I just needed to pause. Which, can we do that right now? <laughs> I was really waiting for you. That was a perfect, that was a perfect <laughs> word choice. We're going to do a pause and we're going to bring Brie back. We're going to come back to what Ray's talking about. Hang on. For you listeners, it's just going to sound like a fun transition. And then we'll be back. What is up, my learners? Bree! <laughs> we have a Bree. We have a Ray. We don't just have an Athena. Yes, we I'm do. I'm here. Oh, okay. Oh, Hooray. Jesus, we're all here. God gave us a heart attack. What a good break. The best we're all, break. We're all refreshed. We've stretched. We've taken our peas. We're ready to get back into Ray. If I had realized that we were stretching, <laughs> I would have done some real stretches, but damn it, guys. <laughs> I didn't stretch either. It's okay. God damn it, Brie. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, okay. This is the awkward part of me diving back into where we were. Um, Okay, I was talking about Witch Girl, and I had taken a pause. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I had basically had the sudden realization that um, I had purposefully, but unbeknownst to myself, made the project too simple and had really chosen some easy ways to go about the plot um, in order to make it the easiest editing project possible. And I had this realization in a sudden, like, Basically, I was talking to her, uh, to my friend, and she was like, so, like, what is your, like, problem with the editing, blah, 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 blah. And then suddenly I was just like, oh, my God, I made this story too simple. Holy shit. 
And like, literally, it just happened in the in a literal breakthrough moment, which is ten, tends to be how I have like my ideas and stuff. They just kind of hit me over the head. And so, yeah, now I'm going through and I already knew that I needed to bulk up some things like there are some character relationships and stuff that I kind of gloss over that I know that I need to be um, addressing a little bit more. And so I'm going to be adding those in. And then I from about the halfway point of the actual story, which is not too much farther than where I've written so far, I need to restart and um, change the trajectory of the plot a little bit. So um, I'm kind of calling this my like 1.5 draft because I'm never going to finish it to the extent that it was going to be. I'm going to just completely turn the car around basically and just go in a completely different direction. Um, The ending is still going to be similar, but there's just very specific plot points that are going to be moved around and adjusted. Um, And it's going to be happening to like different characters to kind of up the stakes a little bit and go from there because it was just too easy. It was too simple. I wasn't letting things happen the way that they needed to happen. I was trying really hard to control the vehicle and the vehicle wanted to be driven by somebody else. So that's happening. Um, I've also been specifically working on what I'm calling character snapshots. They're a thing that I really like to do when I kind of lose sight of certain characters. Happens mostly with side characters for me or like main side characters that I use a lot. Um, And I kind of like will force them into different roles or like personalities based on what I need them to do per the scene. And when I start doing that, it starts getting really messy for me because I've lost sight of the characters. And so what I really like to do is go through and write, like, mini shorts about them that will probably never see the light of day. I just like them because they're fun and they're, like, mini writing tools for me. And so I get to go through and write little bits of their backstory. Um, And so I've done that with Garnet and Jade, which are two of the... um, ants in the story and I love 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 what I've done with them so far because I got to dive way more into their stories than I realized that I was going to um so that's been happening and then I also had another realization last uh wait not last week excuse me two weeks ago on our asshole podcast so (laughs) You had been listening to the Asshole Podcast, um, our Assholes with a Heart of Gold tropey discussion. Um, I had a literal breakthrough in the middle of the episode and um, had it specifically about my lesbian Beauty and the Beast retelling. Um, and I believe I was talking directly to Athena at the, at the moment, like when the realization happened. But she said something about making characters too likable um and making it like affect the like the relationship and i had this sudden moment of holy shit i have made jamie who is the character that is the the beast way too likable she has no personality because of it and makes it in well not no personality but like no personality for the character trope that i need her to be fulfilling and that's part of the reason why I'm having such a hard time writing it is because I just know that she's not playing the role that she needs to play. So I need to hardcore turn her into the proper asshole that she was meant to be. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. The that, asshole she was meant to be. Exactly. Because she's got a really, like, she's she's got an asshole backstory. She's got everything to go along with it. But then she just doesn't have the personality to back it up. And um, I realized I did that thing once again where I, I was trying to make her too likable. It was an, it's 100% internalized misogyny here. Because I have this female character who needs to be an asshole to fulfill the role that she needs to be playing and yet I was so afraid of making her unlikable and I just like decided to move around it and basically like no she can still be a likable character blah 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 blah. I don't know what I I don't know how I managed to do this to myself but I did I did the one thing that I hate the most and um, so Jamie's going to turn into a bit, of a bit of an asshole. I don't know how we're going to make it happen yet, um, because I'm really not focusing on that story at the moment, but that's kind of leading into Camp Nano. I think I might want to focus more on Les Beast in, in April. Because oh. that was my, um, that was last year's April goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's very familiar. Exactly. Mm. That was, that was what I was working on when I met you guys. And then it kind of just hit the back burner because I, got bored with it as I do and um yeah so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that a little bit in April and go from there but basically my big thing right now has just been focusing on these character back like backstories on snapshots really trying to flesh out the characters that I already have um for Witch Girl and then hopefully finishing that up soon and then moving back to Lesbiest so yeah, that's, that's what I've been working on. That's That's been what's happening here. Also, I've been doing my graphics and my banners, which I've been having a lot of fun with. Um, I'm trying really, really, really hard to figure out how I want to possibly move into doing a different sort of graphic design. And I kind of want to start doing um, book covers. That's something I would really, 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 really love to do. But that's also a completely different beast than what I'm doing right now. So... Or a different lesbiest. Ah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was bad. <laughs> you like faded out. Ah. <laughs> like you were falling. Funny, but good try. <laughs> really hard, and that's what matters. <laughs> but yeah, so um, if you have any tips or tricks, or if that's something that you are interested in in the like book cover graphic design world hit me up. Let me know some, some stuff. I would love to talk to you. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically what I've been working on, um, uh, because my personal life has been insane. So, you know, I'm just focusing on the small stuff until I have time and the energy to focus on the big shit again. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's, that's me. That's, that's my spiel. So Yay, yeah, I'm really excited for more witch girl. I need to finish chapter four still. But I love it. I'm glad you love it. I feel like chapter four, like right right after, there is an entire section at the end of chapter four that I need to go through. And like, com- that's, that's where my changes start. So up until chapter four, I feel really confident. And then at the end of chapter four, it's literally chapter four, scene three, which is the last chap- last scene of chapter four. I'm like, okay, we're, we're breaking out and we're doing a completely new spot and completely new everything. <laughs> So, yeah. Overhaul. Basically, yeah. I'm considering. I'm considering it. My, like I said, my first and a half draft, and just immediately going in for rewriting because I've been trying really hard to remember that writing is rewriting. Writing is rewriting. 
writing is rewriting. Mm. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. So that's that's my story. That's what I'm working on right now. So yeah, yeah. Hot diggity. Oh diggity. Wow, dudes, we're all doing so much. We're all working super hard, even when we think we're not. I was gonna say I'm glad we had this episode because I'm like. I just laze around. I don't do anything. Yeah. I'm so lazy. And then I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah, like I worked all weekend oh getting God, my shifter stuff done and finishing my beta this stuff. So, yeah, I do well, stuff. Yeah. You guys are all doing a ton of shit. And on top of that, like, um, Athena, that's your full fucking time job. That's amazing. And you're doing mm-hmm. stuff constantly. Um, Maggie, you're juggling a ton of different stuff right now, just like because, and you're awesome. And then Brie mm-hmm. has a full time job on top of what she's doing. I have a full-time job. Like, we all have shit that we're working on on top of it. And we have a fucking podcast that we've been doing constantly. Yeah. Podcast. Like, yeah, we're, <laughs> right, we, were, we were on hiatus for a little bit, but we're back. And we've been doing uh, episodes constantly for the last two, three weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're back. We're on our third week right now, back from it. And, like, that's a big chunk of time. And No, this is our fourth week back from it. Because fourth in cycle. Oh, right. oh yeah, that makes right. sense. Yeah, yeah. Also, this is our sixteenth episode. We've been doing this for like four months. I know. Isn't that I'm crazy. crazy. Awesome. Yeah, it's my favorite number. So I was really excited that I got to do this episode. Aww. Aww. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that was. I don't know. I feel like. We don't, we talk and we kind of like gloss over what we are all working on all the time, but I feel like we never really dive into it all the way. And so I really just wanted to have a, have like an episode where we catch up with ourselves, with each other, so that people know what's being worked on. And then like, I don't know, I feel like, not that it gives us more credibility or anything like that, but I feel like it also kind of makes us slightly more relatable rather than us just sitting around being, like, bullshitting about, mm-hmm. like, whatever we're talking about that week. It makes it easier for us to be like, no, we're actually working on stuff, too. Like, these are our actual projects and shit. So We're in the shit with you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we're all just trying to survive and all trying to be creative in the process and, you know. We're all in this together, friends. We're all oh in this together. Someone's Maggie, talking. remember that time you read my book and you were like, oh my god, is that another high school musical reference? And I was like, <laughs> I'll never forget. Just like I'll never forget going to see High School Musical 3 twice in one day in theaters with <laughs> Athena. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was one of the funniest most jacked up experiences i don't know if we still have athena because she's gotten really quiet no i'm here I'm okay just listening. Athena I just... just likes to be quiet sometimes athena likes to just listen yeah but yeah no it was like one of the well funniest. i think it's because i really love to talk and so i feel like okay i have to make sure i'm not just like dominating so maybe i get too quiet <laughs> I, do, I do the same thing though i understand oh but basically the high school musical will never die no love the reference um yeah cool beans this is yeah. an episode so i'm gonna shut no, up you're good no, you're good i wanted to we went on the high school musical tangent and i wanted to make sure that we addressed it <laughs> so um, in that case if we have any shout outs now would be the time to do them 
Um, I'm going to just one more time do the usual and boost Michelle Osgood, who just had a book come out this previous week on the 22nd, Moon Illusion, the third book in the Better to Kiss You With series has come out. It is a male-male romance about a polyamorous human and his werewolf lover. Wow, leather? Lover. Love lover. <laughs> Whoa. Lover. Don't know where leather came from, except maybe I was just thinking about, like, you know, gay erotica in general. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, they are fantastic books. Michelle is fantastic. She is a great human, um, and she writes wonderful, wonderful queer love stories. So please, please do us all a favor, especially yourself. Go buy the books. That's all I have to say about that. Any other shout outs? Because we just did this. And <laughs> oh, not for me. I'm a heartless monster. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. Um, I would like to give a shout out to the squirrels having sex in my trees the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Good job, team. Yep. Squirrels. <clears throat> they are doing what they were designed to do for this species, which is get it on in trees. Let's get it on. Why am I singing to everything? Stop. Guys, please stop saying things that have songs attached never, to them. Never, never, ever. <sighs> Athena, you have any yeah. shout-outs you want to do? Mm, I did my shout-outs last episode, so I don't think so. That's what I thought. I just figured I would double-check. Yeah. And on, on that lovely note, guys... Um, I'm going to do some quick house cleaning. If you would like to get in contact with us, we have multiple ways to do so. You can get at us on Twitter. Um, our Twitter is the whip pod, or you could email us at talk to the whip at gmail.com. Talk Just whip. to, Oh, what? Just whip. Talk to whip. Talk to whip. Sorry. I screwed it up. Talk to whip. W I P at gmail.com um if we said anything although i'm not really sure how we could have considering it we were talking about our own work anyway if we said anything (laughs) offensive or shitty um and you would like to correct us or otherwise please let us know we would all like to be better people so feel free to get in contact with with us there um check out our website thewhippodcast.com and also if you like us if you want to support us if you want to be generally awesome people and you listen to this podcast, please head over to iTunes or whatever you listen on if it has rates and ratings and reviews. And please leave us some reviews and some ratings. We really, 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 really appreciate it. That is how we get into other people's ears. And I know every podcast asks this. I'm really bad about it myself and I listen to a ton of podcasts and I should do it more than I do. So it just it would mean the world. If you did, we really, really appreciate them. And we get really excited whenever we see a new one. So there's that. Is there anything else I need to say for house cleaning or are we good? Super good. Okay, there we go. Dying, sorry. No, it's fine. We're all dying. Um, It sounded beautiful, Ray. Thank you so much. And on that note, I think we're going to sign off. Okay. Okay. We love you all so much, you beautiful listeners. Have a wonderful, amazing week, and we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Farewell. Bye. Bye.